everyone, and welcome back to the Why We Disney podcast, the most magical podcast on the internet. We have such a fun host for you all today, and we have some new podcast topics, things that we haven't really talked about on the podcast before. So I'm super excited to get ready and get started with all of this. So let's jump on over into the episode. What is up, Wowie Disney fam? Happy Wednesday. We have an incredible episode prepared once again for you, talking about things like we've never talked about on the podcast. I'm so excited. So as always, I have my co-host, Kara, with me. (laughs) And then we have an amazing guest who I cannot wait to introduce. And this is Randy down here. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can see our faces. Hey, Randy, how are you? Good. How about yourself? We're doing awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join us. Anything. And whenever you told me, hey, you want to be a guest? Of course, I knew I had to take that day off because I really wanted to be a part of this. Well, we appreciate it so much. Thank you. So for our listeners who might not know who you are, where can they find you on Instagram? Well, hello. My name is Randy Goes to Disney on Instagram. Um, I started the blog just as something personal, fun to do. And it's always going to be like that. I always only focus on Disney. And that's pretty much it. I really love Disney to death. I've been going to Disney since I was, you know, a baby, like fresh, like in the world, baby. It's <laughs> always been a Disney family. And I've always loved, loved Disney. I don't stumble over my words here. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, you're all good. That's so cool. So I'm so glad that you mentioned like um, your past, like you've been going since you're a baby, right? So we always ask like every guest why they Disney. So honestly, just in your own words, like why do you love it so much? Like what makes it so giddy for you? So why Disney is just because um, growing up, everyone, either my grandparents, my aunts, or my cousins worked there, or we always went there at least twice or three times a month. Um, growing up with it 25 minutes down the road, and I still live 25 minutes down the road. Eb- or not Epcot, but Disney in general was the place that we'd always go um, because it was always fun for us to do instead of, you know, going to a local park or something like that. We'd go to the parks and enjoy our time together and spend a lot of good family memories that way. And um, with me, I really cherish the memories of Disney and seeing how Disney creates more and more memories for me every day that I go. That's why I continue to go to Disney. And I like to see all the magic that the cast members make, as well as me, myself. I love to make little magic moments, even though I'm not a cast member, because it's people that strive their whole life to come to Disney or bring their kids to Disney. And even even people watching for me uh, gives me the sense of hope and happiness that other people get whenever they come to the parks. And I'm so lucky that I can go every week. And some people, they strive for five, 10 years to take their family. And that's one thing that I love watching throughout the parks is seeing that people are here to enjoy their time, enjoy the magic. And I get that feeling every time I go, regardless of I'm watching people, if I'm doing rides, if I'm doing shows, if I'm creating content, or if I'm just sitting around drinking a coffee and enjoying the park music, because everyone knows how much I love park music. For sure. I love that you said that you create little magic moments for people. And I just want to say like, you've created that for me. Like when I'm sitting at home, like 
I'm watching through your stories and I feel like I'm there with you at Disney. So I think I've DM'd you a couple of times before, like on a bad day that I've had. And I'm like, Randy, thank you so much. Like you've really just given me magic when I didn't have it at home today. So I know I just speak for like myself, but I cannot be the only person that feels that way about what you're doing. Seriously. And you, it's funny you say that because I actually get those messages almost every time I go. Uh, people are just like, I've been having a bad day or I really miss the parks. And there's, and I tell people all the time, if you're coming to the parks, let me know. I will go out of my way to make sure I have a day off or I have time off to come meet you in person because that's the type of person I am. I love to see and meet people and talk to them, you know, either about how they grew up or how the, Disney affected them or how Disney's make them you know, the whole life goal or how they want to do things. And that's one thing I strive to do in my stories, especially is bring people along like, hey, you're hanging out with me today. Let's go to Disney. Yeah, I just, oh, I love it so much. So thank you for all that you do, Randy, mm -hmm. seriously. And speaking of your Instagram, so your Instagram like tagline, right, is your favorite Disney dad in training. That is so funny. Like I have to, you have to have a story. Like how in the world did you come up with that? Okay, so yeah, you you said that before. Um, and I've, I've been thinking about putting it in my bio and I'm about to just go ahead and put it in my bio. But um, I have a fun real series that I'm working on for that. So be on the lookout for that. But um, favorite Disney dad in training, the biggest thing for me growing up, um, I've always been like the dad in the friend group. I've always made sure everyone is okay. I have everything packed in my bag for either whatever we're doing. We're going to Disney. We're going to hang out at a concert or whatever. I'm the one that you come to if you need help or if you need something. And so your favorite Disney dad in training just came to me because eventually I want to be a dad. You know, I want to have my own kids that I can be like, hey, we're doing this, you know, oh, you need fruit snacks, I got you, you need a bandaid, I got you, because that's how I am. And I, I very much pack for the parks for all sorts of occasions, it's going to rain flip flops and an umbrella, let's go, you know, oh, you're hungry in line, here's some fruit snacks, go ahead, you know, I got a spare bottle of water, I got a spare umbrella in my book bag. And that's how it always, always been for me. So I am your favorite Disneyland training, whether I'm wearing my dad hat or not, I love every bit of, um, just being that person you can come to if you need something you know you need a power pack I have it in my bag I have either charger for your Android your iPhone your Samsung whatever I have it in my bag because I'm that friend that takes care of the group um, whether it's a good day or a bad day that's just how I like to do it great that is so cool like let me just tell you I'm not that person like <laughs> it's so minimal when I go to the park like crap like I forget my charger my water bottle like Randy is like the guy to go to Disney with he like has everything you need all the time I love that so much so cool wow um the last thing um for my little section here but you have a special like family connection to the creating of Space Mountain can you tell us a little bit about that well it's not Space Mountain you're close enough it's Spaceship Earth uh, oh, you're, my bad. <laughs> you're okay so um it's kind of like a family memory secret that we we talk to talk about time from time but it's not a very broadcasted thing and that's okay because we like to just keep and cherish memories my grandfather 
Earth. Always told me growing up and showed me pictures growing up that he was part of building of Spaceship Earth and that he was one of the Imagineers that helped with the designing of it. Um, and, you know, he kind of always hinted at things and showed things whenever we were at the parks. And uh, he showed some photos and stuff like that. But it's just a small family secret that we kind of keep to ourselves because at the end of the day, you know, whenever Epcot was getting built like that, there were so many Imagineers that you, you might completely um, look at them and think, oh, there's construction workers, but they're actually Imagineers. And they do that nowadays as well because um, they ha either have their Imagineer um, labeling on their hat or their vest. But back then it was very minimal. That's how they did it with their construction phase. It was like, you'd have like a small little patch on there. You wouldn't have this big bold letters that's an Imagineer on it, so. That's so cool. Oh, that's so cool that you even just have that connection. Um, and I, I just truly feel like even if like someone even picked up a piece and like put it somewhere or even had an opinion on it, like it's still really cool. I wanted to call that out. So that's really yeah. awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I just <laughs> like that. It's so great that you were able to share that with us on the podcast. And like people understand that Disney isn't just this like, immaculate like Disney right it was actually handmade by people and that's why there's so many family ties to it and it's so it's special to so many of us because like you know people made it people built it like the pyramids but it's spaceship earth <laughs> mm -hmm. so uh Randy we talk about a lot of different things here on the podcast and one thing that we haven't talked about so much is pin trading. Now everyone knows that pin trading is like this fun interactive activity that people can do in all of the parks, but it's fairly new, fairly, right? So in some research, we saw that it was starting in 1999, maybe like late fall and it's continuing, but it's like this huge thing. And in your own words, the Randy words, can you let the listeners know what pin trading is all right so pin trading was actually a big thing that one person at epcot came up to the board of directors and said i think this would work um i found that out because this past year um in 2020 was our 20th anniversary pin trading event for walt disney world which is the spot where we um actually started pin trading for all the parks which is really cool um but it was a throw throw in idea that they were like, you know what, we'll just throw money at it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And um, within the first five years, it took off so quick that Disney couldn't keep up with how big the demand was. So pin trading for me um, is just a fun activity that you can remember memories. My buddy Colby actually does a thing with his Instagram that he does. Every pin has a memory or has a story. And that is very true because a lot of these pins behind me, I remember getting or a lot of pins I have throughout my collection, I remember getting, I remember the people I got it from, the story behind it, or, you know, even making um, little kids days whenever they saw something in my lander that I wanted. And you're just like, you know what? I'll take your little hidden Mickey that you're going to trade me for something that, you know, I maybe have a spare of, or I can get another one of. Um, so pin trading for me, you, it just brings a lot of people together and it makes personalities shine and people to stop being so scared of cast members and other people um, to actually be like, hey, I can talk to other people about my love of pin trading and no one's going to judge me for whatever else, you know, I have going on. It's one thing that we can focus on, just like Disney. I love the Disney community because everyone loves Disney and most people 
I'm going to say 99% of the Disney community does not judge other people for other things outside of Disney because we are all one together. So that's how I like to do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so like pin trading in the past, um, because when I was there in 2002, so it was all about the lanyards. You had Mm -hmm. all these pins on your lanyards, right? And uh, I'm sure we all have them stowed away in our memory boxes. (laughs) I have. uh, Looking around for his. So the side of this bookcase uh, is a pin lanyard um, hanging area. Um, I have probably 12 lanyards sitting there. Um, Some of them have a bunch of pins on them. Some of them don't because I would use to pick which one I wanted and put my trading pins on them for the day while I was going to the parks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I I miss the lanyard days. But like now because of COVID, there's like a bunch of different restrictions. So can you speak on how it is trading right now post? I don't know if post COVID is the During COVID. Yeah during slash post COVID. I will let's go with that. So um it's it's completely it's it's very different um from what we used to have it. You know, I used to before COVID came about, people used to hunt cast members down throughout the stores, throughout the different pavilions, whatever, to find pins because it was always, especially whenever new hidden Mickeys came out, it was always we have to complete the set. And you can only get those from cast members through trading, which is the coolest thing in the world. Um, but there was always boards everywhere and hidden little things. Um, they still have it at Tower of Terror, to say the least. Whenever you come out to the photo spot where you can actually buy your photos, they have a book that they can open up and it's a pin board. And they have fun little things like that. Um, or let's say um, Star Tours, they would they used to have like a Yoda with a pin lanyard or um, now they have a Millennium Falcon uh, popcorn bucket that they actually cut and opened up into a pin board which is the coolest thing in the world um but so pin boards are now rolling disney because of the whole covid restrictions which is okay um a big thing that is fun with the pin boards some places they'll sit there and like all right we'll spin the wheel and whatever color you get you can only pick from that pillar square which is always fun um and stuff like that so pin boards are pretty much rolling disney right now and it's not as bad as people think you know it's uh, a lot of the times they have the newer pins on there or um, newer traders would put like some starting pack um, pins on there and you know oh maybe I don't have that one for my collection or that's that you know that'll be a fun trader for later on during a pin event or something like that because outside of Disney there are still pin events uh, going on in the Orlando area and they have their own type of restrictions which is uh, actually really cool because a lot of people from uh, California that couldn't pin trade over there would fly over and we do like the east uh, meets west coast type of uh, thing which is really cool because you're instead of online trading you can sit there and actually meet people face to face instead of going to the parks and seeing each other which is also really cool oh my gosh okay so yeah pin trading is its own little world within Disney yes yeah. it, it very much is and a lot of other um if we go ahead and jump into it as well, a lot of other companies are following suit. Um, Bush Gardens started theirs, Universal started theirs, and they. But they, the thing is, they only do pin trading with other guests as of right now, with not with employees. Well, Bush Gardens says it was employees pre-COVID, but I'm not sure how they're doing it now because I haven't visited since. But um, Disney still is just pushing forward with different types of pins, and they have s- such a huge variety, especially with all the parks throughout the world, that mm-hmm. it's just. I, I mean, I'm surprised people are keeping count of how many pins like they, they've created. There's just so many pins and different types of pins out there, um, whether it's from Florida or California, Hong Kong, Tokyo, Shanghai, Paris. It's just you're always envied of one of the other parks because they have something better than yours. 
and you want it so bad or you collect that character and you want it so bad then that's whenever online trading and personal shoppers and stuff like that come in handy and sometimes you just might have to wait you know a month for shipping just because that's how shipping is internationally but you will always get that pin that you want if you try your hardest for it so we're talking about the millions of pins that are out there Mm -hmm. millions all different kinds all different characters but do you have a favorite pin favorite say the say the most i mean i could probably say i have a favorite pin but at the end of the day i mean i have so many favorite or different types of character favorite pins that it's hard to just choose one Mm -hmm. um i have a lot of memories with a lot of the pins but it's definitely hard to just pick one out of the whole collection i have as right now um if you guys don't mind i'd love to share a story quick Go ahead. I do. I do have a favorite pin. Um, and it's this little green Mickey right here. Um, those of Ooh. you that are on YouTube can see it's this green Mickey. And you're probably wondering, why is this really generic pin your favorite? Well, I, in my uh, 2019 trip, when I went and I was sitting with my mom on where you can watch like the Epcot, like Rivers of Light because we were mm-hmm. waiting for the show and this lady sat down next to me and I was like oh your pins are cool and we start chit-chatting she was like are you a collector and I was like no where am I gonna put all these pins like that's not something that I collect and she was like <coughs> she grabbed this like right off her lanyard or bag or whatever she grabbed it off of and she gave it to me and she was like here's the first pin in your collection and I was like Oh my gosh, I almost started to cry because like it's the epitome of the Disney community just like caring about you and wanting you to be a part of the journey. So this one is definitely my favorite pin. Now I don't pin trade, um, but I do have, I do collect pins that are important. So like I have one or two to show here. Here's a pop pin because I've stayed at Pop Century. So like, I don't get every pin, but I get the things that are important to me. And then here's Soren, because that's one of my favorite rides. Yeah. Three Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which I need a pin for. Yeah. So yeah, that's my, that's my pin. So Did you grab I'm going to go ahead and show you. This is my first ever pin right here um, for everyone <laughs> on YouTube. It is a Stormtrooper with a Mickey bar and it says, get a taste of the dark side. And this is probably one of my favorite pins, um, I guess you could say just because it's the first pin I've ever had in my life and I'm very, very happy with it. Put it back on the board there. Casey, do you have any experience with pinning? I don't. I want to say like when I was a kid, my mom bought us like lanyards and we had pins on them. I can't tell you where they are now, Um, but no, I'm not. I I don't even own a pin. I don't even think I own a pin (laughs) right now. I think that oh, you may be receiving one after my trip. Oh, join the pin community then. Yes, join the pin. I just love like both of your stories so much with like how you got started. And, like Randy showed his first pin ever, and I just think I, I don't know. I just think that's super cool. I think it's a testament to truly Disney and the community that we surround ourselves with. Like we surround ourselves with people who like want you to be included right we accept you for who you are and yeah i just truly love that i love that you both shared both of your pins if you're not watching on youtube you need to hop over there right now and go look at these pins that they just showed very cool very cool oh my gosh well uh, enough about pins we have so much more to bring you guys so we're going to pause for a quick ad break and we'll be right back 
welcome back, guys. We are going to jump right back in. Randy, again, just thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. I have a couple of questions for you about Disney post-COVID, because um, we know that Disney is, you know, quite different from before, um, you know, before the pandemic and all that stuff happened. So just a couple of questions to get us rounded out here. So what is one or two things that you missed most about Disney pre-COVID? Okay, so pre-COVID Disney for me, um, what I really miss is just the interactions um, that you got to do with characters. That's one of my biggest thing is meeting characters is one of the big things that people go to Disney for because you get to have that lifelong experience or those photos that you just wouldn't have any other time. You know, you go to Disney, you want to meet your favorite character that you grew up with or that you still love and so on and so forth. And especially because they had little costumes, you know, you can go meet Donald as a snake charmer instead of in his normal costume or he's doing um, some type of jester type of costume. And there's just so much that you can do. So that's one thing I really miss about um, pre-COVID is meeting my characters because it's always fun. I used to go to the parks just to meet certain characters some days. Yep. And then um, the next best thing um, for me is, you know, even though I'm not a huge person whenever it comes to very busy days, but I do like the experiences you can have with people um, whenever it comes to rides. So single rider lines, especially I, a lot of the times I'll go to the parks by myself just for a couple hours and enjoy it while, you know, my girlfriend's at work or I just go in before work or whatever. And um, I get thrown in with someone on Everest and they're like, oh, you know, I'm just letting you know, I'm a screamer. I'm like, that's fine. I'll scream with you, you know, or like, we'll be out sitting there and it's like, what are we doing for the photo? And they look at you like, oh, you want to take it? Like, we're going to do like some type of match. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. And it was always just fun because then you can get other people to enjoy the moment more just because they're next to a stranger doesn't mean that they have to be all awkward and very like quiet you can have fun with it you can always have fun with other people so that's one thing I do miss about pre-COVID as well because you don't sit with anybody anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would not even think of that that is very true they don't put you with people for single rider anymore so very true very true all right so my next question is what is one thing if you could make any change about Disney right now what is one thing that you would change was one thing that would change about Disney. Wow. All right. Well, <laughs> that's a good question. That is a really good question. I feel like we could probably bring more characters into the parks than um, how things are, are currently. You know, the cavalcades are fun. Um, the random character appearances are fun, but I feel like they could up that a little bit more. Um, you have so much opportunity throughout the different lands, Fantasyland, uh, Tomorrowland, or the different pavilions that you could even have characters out there to, you know, say hi. And, and even, um, I'm going to go ahead and say that going to Universal that one day uh, with my girlfriend and her friends, I saw how they were doing it and it, it worked out really well. And I feel like Disney could do the same way. I understand they're too scared of larger crowds building up, but, you know, Disney kind of has experimented in Bab 2 with our favorite uh kylo ren stormtroopers so on and so forth and um they have like the dots where you're supposed to stand but i feel like they can incorporate that more and more in the different parks and different areas of those parks and so we can see more of our favorite characters that way yeah i agree i i care don't you think so like that would be ideal if they could just bring back now i was gonna ask are you asking pre-covid or right now well just right now i guess like 
I, so my one thing that I was thinking about was like, I would take away the mask and like be fine. <laughs> I, I want to say that as well. Um, yeah. But you know, it, it, that's just a big skew with a lot of people. And that, you know, if, if you're for mass or for against mass, I completely understand. It's, yeah. you know, it's your own views. And if you feel comfortable with a mask on, feel free to have a mask. And that's how yeah. I feel. So my answer. Yeah. Bring back <laughs> fast passes. I knew I it. it yes. Until it comes back. Bring them back. <laughs> oh, that would I be knew. so great. <laughs> so I knew you were going to say that when I was creating these questions that like Karen and I know each other so well that I'm like Karen's is definitely one thing that she would change is she would bring back fast passes for sure yep. absolutely right <laughs> so Randy Disney World is adding like so many new things to like so many new things are coming and we're so pumped about like Remy's, all kinds of great things coming. And I want to know, like, what are you hands down most excited about that Disney is bringing or bringing new, I guess? Okay, well, I'm going to let you guess first because I want to see how well you know me. Oh, like, I like Tron, maybe, Randy? I don't know. You got it. Shut I'm up. so ready for Tron. So... <laughs> A lot of people, um, if you followed me from my early days, a lot of people understood that I actually daily rode a motorcycle for five years. And I love the whole idea of riding bikes. I still ride my motorcycle every once in a while, but it's like having a car makes things a lot easier. And I finally just said, you know what? I finally need a car again because I'm tired of riding a bike every day. But Tron, just especially as a film growing up, was always like, that would be so cool, you know, a light cycle and doing all this. And the fact that we, you know, it's, yes, it's a copy paste from our other park, but it's just so amazing that it deserves to be at here in Walt Disney World. And I'm really, really excited for it because I just can't wait to be in the movie itself. And that's just my biggest thing. I am so glad and I'm so proud of myself that I guessed that right but I don't know why maybe when we did meet up in Disney that one time we talked about Tron for a few minutes is why I said that because we were really pumped about it. Well so it was it was funny because I remember us uh, I like you originally you walked by me like an hour or two earlier in Magic Kingdom and that day I actually got interviewed by the news and I was like wow she has a purple wall bag that's actually really cool. And I was like, you know, she's way ahead. I'm not going to like go disturb her or whatever. And then we happened to be both walking out of Adventureland. And I was like, hey, I saw you earlier. I just want to let you know I love your book bag. And then we ended up talking. Um, and you're, and I was like, yeah, I do Disney Instagram. And you're like, I do too. And then um, you're like, yeah, my friends are here. And I just remember um, they meeting up with you. And I think it was Brooke. I was like, oh, you finally met Randy. And I was like, wait, who are you? <laughs> because we followed each other for the longest time, but we didn't yeah. recognize each other with the mask on. Yes. And um, that was just like the funniest thing in the world. And just the fact that you guys invited me to hang out for the rest of the day and enjoy a little bit of magic and fun. It was always a blast. And I remember all of us on Small World, like, I want to be on the projector. I want to be on the goodbye. I want to be on the goodbye. And I got both screens and everyone was mad at me. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally said Randy twice. I was furious. I was furious. Of course. Of course. Well, we're talking about like, you're talking about Tron, the things that are coming. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if one thing had to go, that's right. We're on to the game section. I'm going to give you two choices. If Walt himself had to choose, which one has to go? Rapid fire, no explanation. You said, you said Walt or myself? 
Are we are we talking? Are we thinking Walt wise? Because no, I feel yourself. like I'm just saying. I'm, okay, I'm about to say because I would get really critical. I would get really critical <laughs> during that because I know how Walt is about his skylines, and there's a lot of ugly skylines now. Oh yes. Yeah. All right. So Randy's gonna answer Casey and then myself. <laughs> Rapid fire. Three, two, one, go. Animal Kingdom or Epcot? Animal Kingdom. Epcot. Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Casey, I knew it. Okay. Next, Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios? Hollywood Studios. Magic Kingdom? Question mark, really? I would say Hollywood Studios. No Star Wars Studios now. Ugh. I love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Space Mountain or Splash? Splash. 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 Marvel Universe or Star Wars? Star Wars. Star Wars. Really? Oh yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> but you're a Kylo Ren. Okay. I know. I'm explaining things, and I'm ruining my own. Yeah. Okay. Buzz or Woody? Woody. Woody. Buzz. As I look at my Toy Story wall. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he didn't hear you. <laughs> and the last one, Donald or Mickey? Mickey. Mickey. Donald's number one. Donald's number one. <laughs> Randy, I specifically put this Donald one in here number because one. you are Donald. You are like the Donald fan of all Donald fans. Like I'm telling you. <laughs> Donald is number one. I get it. I get it. Oh, well, you are so fun. much fun. Thank you, Randy, so much for joining us. Like we appreciate everything you do for the community and let's like who you are as a person. Before we log off here, can you please remind the listeners where they can find you to share in that joy? Of course. Thank you for having me. It's been a really good time. My name is Randy Goes to Disney on Instagram. I do a personal blog of all my experiences at Disney and also try to bring some a little bit of Disney news and a little bit of Disney magic to everyone's lives because that's something that I want everyone to experience whenever you're not at the parks I want to be able to bring that magic into your life if you're having a stressful day if it's raining outside and you know it's sunny in Florida and you want to watch my story and go along in the park me feel free to Thank you so much, Randy. You're awesome. So guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Why We Disney podcast, the most magical podcast on the internet. Please don't forget, guys, if you are not already, make sure you follow us on Instagram. You subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure that you like our Facebook group. And we're on TikTok now, guys. We have a Pinterest all of the things. Oh, and the newsletter, this just hit me. Make sure that to click the link in our bio on our Instagram and sign up for our newsletter. We have our first round going out soon. So very exciting. Make sure you sign up for that newsletter, put in your email to never, ever miss anything with the Why We Disney podcast. But Randy, thank you so much for joining us. Kara, you're amazing as always. We guys hope you have a magical rest of your Wednesday. We love you and we'll see you next week. Bye. See you real soon.